Hi, Chris. Is this thing on? Yeah, it's on. Wow. Here we go. Episode yeah. nine. Ship happens. <laughs> hey. hey, it's been a while. It's almost, I know we're almost at a decade. Well, <laughs> 10 episodes makes a decade, but Two yes, yeah. yes, huh. we're almost yeah. in the, we almost, almost into 10. So that's good. <laughs> we can, we should congratulate ourselves. Almost. Oh, 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 okay. Good, 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 good. We got a sponsor, so that's good. That's, that's right, good. right. Good. Somebody, <laughs> somebody yes. cares. It's good. That's right. <laughs> our our audience has stepped forward. So yes, <laughs> yes. It's 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 nice to be enriched, don't you it's, think? Yeah. So so we took a little break too, didn't we? We did. Yes. I wouldn't yeah. call it a break, uh, you know, but uh, we had other things <laughs> going on, right? I had to get my exactly. studio remodeled, you know. Oh, yeah. Jeez. You exactly. Know, was, you know, the sea trials with my yacht. It was, it was exactly. Hard. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so we're, 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 we're back and mm-hmm. guess what? The, what? Um, the, you know, what has hit the fan. Oh, has <laughs> you it? thought things are crazy before. It's crazier. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. Well, well what's I mean, going on? Really? And tell me, enlighten, enlighten me. Where should I begin? So, boy. So let's see. So the cost of a two by four went from two or three dollars to eight dollars. Mm. You can't get you can't get cars because there's a chip shortage. Mm. Technology chip shortage. Isn't that interesting? Chip shortage. And then even if you want to ship it, you can't get you can't you can't get on a vessel. There's there's no ocean capacity available because it's all consumed with all the other stuff that's been shipping now that everybody came out of COVID and started to decide that e-commerce was the way to go and to buy everything under the planet. So you can't even get it shipped from anywhere to anywhere. Well you can, but it used to cost two to three thousand dollars. Per forty foot container to ship from China, Shanghai to let's say Long Beach, Los Angeles. Just last week, one of my customers said they were paying twenty thousand dollars for one container. Just for the what? freight only. Yes. What is up and, with that? Well, and I was just talking to somebody else today in the industry who does a lot of who who is a a data aggregator, let's call it, in the industry, who's looking at the trends across trucking and ocean shipping and air air shipping and rail. And they're predicting the price is gonna go up even more to like thirty thousand. I mean I can't even I can't even like I can't even imagine that. Like the, to, if you if your budget for shipping is a billion dollars, it's gonna be three billion dollars next year. I, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So now, does this mean our friends at uh, Maersk and Hapag and so forth, you know, are they running at one hundred ten, one hundred percent capacity? Yes. Yes. You think you think they're running every every yes. ship, every vessel? Yes. No kidding. They're not yes. hiding a few just to keep prices high. No, that's the whole point. They're really good. It, it, it's it's really because everybody's buying stuff now. We all came out of COVID, and we all got a little bit of money in the U.S. You know, we had this whole stimulus. So mm-hmm. e-commerce is what's really been driving all this. What's so so interesting though, like even the see the the rail, what's happening with the rail shipments is that they're at capacity right now and they're turning away shipments, which is never never heard of before. I mean, if you look at the cost of shipping, most expensive is air, the next is ocean by a lot. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than air. 
the next is truck, and then the next is rail. Well, the rails are full, at least in the US, and they're turning away business. It's really crazy. Yeah. Um, so. Well, what stuff is being bought? I mean, ultimately, if you have all this extra time in your day, because you're at home and you're looking at your computer, right? You know, there's only so many chairs or paper towels or, you know, phones or whatever else it is, right? But what is it that people are buying in such crazy capacity? It's as well, if everybody is starting over with nothing in their house well, and needing it, to furnish it all at once. <laughs> well, there's a whole remodeling trend that's happening right now, right? If you need an appliance that's made somewhere in Asia, forget uh -huh. it. You'll never get it. I was, we're remodeling our house and we were looking at quartz, quartzite, which comes from Italy. Yes, from Italy by, by OSHA container. Well, it takes, it's, they're backlogged by two months to get a, a slab of quartzite. Oh, Not because it's, you can't get it out of the, 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 the mines in Italy, but because they can't get any capacity in an ocean vessel. Yeah. So it's the whole remodeling craze came out of COVID. It's people buying a lot of electronics for, you know, computers, phones, headsets, just stuff to, and chair and it just it just all happened at the same time. I mean, just imagine everybody in the world, not just in one country, but everybody in the world buying something for their office all at the same time or remodeling all at the same time. Just it's just hmm. the perfect storm in terms of demand. I see. Well, where is it gonna end? Well <laughs> or when is it gonna end? That's kind of the question of the day is is could we have seen this coming? And if so, could we have mitigated some of the impact of it? And and then and then at the at the at the other foot, right? Could we see what's going to happen and when it's going to happen? When 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 things start to fall apart? So, yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to foresee a global pandemic. I mean, that's my first sort of yes thought yes. about that now mm -hmm. you might if you were in the numbers crunching business at one of these carriers you might say for example what if something were to happen something remains undefined but all of a sudden increases demand by 10 20 30 40 50 percent then what do we do i don't know if they do these things on a regular basis maybe they do maybe they don't you know anything about that hmm. Well, let's see. So I'll, I'll talk about our industry. There's In our industry, there's a lot of data that we have about what's happening. There's actually a lot of data in little pockets of data. And the, the problem is this. The problem is connectivity. Even if you do forecast an increase of demand of 50% or whatever it is, right? How in the carrier business would you move to cope with that, right? Yeah, right. There's only so much uh, capacity mm -hmm. on the boat, right? Yep. You can't just go mm -hmm. out and buy a new fleet of crisscrafts mm -hmm. overnight, you know? No. Nope. Yeah. How do you? What do you do? It doesn't seem to offer very much flexibility. Right. So that's now that's an interesting point, Chris. So how do you put? How do you create flexibility? Ooh, I like that thinking. I like that thinking. I don't have an answer, but I like hmm. that word. Well, like unless you word. want to, unless you want to build yourself a whole bunch of extra boats and have them idle eighty percent yeah, of the time. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Like the military, right? Well, but, but maybe a bit of a different business. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> With a bottomless pocket, right? That can spend right. as much money on anything. Right. So I like the idea of flexibility, though. So I like that. So the obvious simple answer, which is a way oversimplification, but the obvious simple answer, or, it's, or maybe wait, example of that could be like, see, the way it's happening right now is that shipments coming from Asia to Southern California, the, the, the Long Beach and, the L, and LA, they're, they're able to keep up okay. I mean, they've still got some backlog of ships, but they're like working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they're, they're keeping up with stuff. But they can't quite handle everything. So some reroutings are done to send those vessels up to Oakland. Hmm. Now, Oakland, on the other hand, is not as efficient. They just they they're not used to kind of the kind of volumes. Oakland's completely hosed up. It takes two plus weeks sitting outside the port of Oakland before you can get in and get a berth and get get your cargo loaded, which then has a cascading problem because then you you your next port of call would be uh, Seattle. Your next port of call could be Vancouver, Canada. So you know, it just it's this cascading effect or the ripple effect that so so, so again, you're telling me yeah. the, you're telling me these ships are just put in a parking lot right out in the middle of the bay yeah, and just yeah, said to yeah. chill for yeah. weeks or sure, whatever we, it is. Well remember the Ever Given? Remember all those pictures of the Ever Given? If you saw I do. You saw the poor ship stuck in the middle of the canal and then on at the entry to the canal, there was all these vessels out there waiting, mm. <laughs> waiting to go through. Well, right, mm-hmm. right. But that was a little bit of a of, of an anomalous occurrence, right? What you're telling me now is that yeah. this is like a um, I hate this word, but I'm going to use it anyway, like systemic thing where. You know, it's not just one ship that gets stuck. It's 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 that yeah. mm-hmm. a number of ports are overloaded, mm-hmm. and this is happening mm-hmm. as a result mm-hmm. of right. Long Beach and this one and that right. one and so forth. Right. And so right. you go up to Oakland, and there's still not right. enough room, and so you right. just got to sit and wait right. your turn. And boy, that's right. that's going to take no 10 choice. days or like whatever. Yeah. Can, mm-hmm. So so again, going back to your theme of flexibility, I like this. Let's carry this on for another podcast so I can be smarter when I think about it. I just, I, okay. I think you're on the right track with that because if you play out this, the simplest of all examples, okay, mm-hmm. what if you knew that the port of Long Beach and, and LA were a little bit backed up, you're going to have to be rerouted to Oakland, but you knew Oakland was a bit backed up. What if you could create some flexibility that you could then, I don't know, shift to some other port right away or i don't know figure out a, a different routing <laughs> through the panama canal i don't know but but the idea of creating flexibility but and then creating a way so that you have the triggers that tell you when it's time to to activate another alternative hmm. well it seems to me that that flexibility hmm. as wonderful as it might be would cost money the flexibility to add ships that otherwise would be uh, empty or the flexibility to access a certain port, mm-hmm. right? Which mm-hmm. would a, mm-hmm. cost money to get to the port. But if the situation is, as you've described, there might be a line at that port too, right? So you either wait, which costs mm-hmm. money, or you'd maybe pay somebody to cut in front of you or uh, well, pay to or, cut in front of somebody else. Or mm-hmm. you have enough data 
mm-hmm. to know that, well, maybe I'm going to shift over to Vancouver, Canada and try it there. Or maybe, again, I go through the Panama Canal. But th- to be able to make all those decisions real time with enough data. Eh. Well, here's a question for you. Yeah. You're, you're Mr. Marisk, right? And you're in your... Mm-hmm. In your and you're a lovely boat and you're crossing the ocean and you're, you know, you look in your binoculars and you see the port of Los Angeles in mm-hmm. your, in your, in your looking glass, right? Mm-hmm. You know, do, do you need an appointment to come in or is it just like first serve, first serve, first come? Is it like airplanes, <laughs> you need landing slots or you just yes, grab a parking yes, space? Yes, yes, you need all that stuff, yes. Okay, yes. so it's not like just going to shop right where you see a parking space and you grab it. <laughs> correct that's correct that's correct okay. but that's oh. you know that's why that's that's why it's such a fun industry to be in and it's mm. really hard <laughs> now this raises an interesting question is there a secondary market for these these uh what, what do you call them they're not landing slots they're docking slots oh there you go can oh, you yeah could yeah. you could you sell it to the guy who doesn't want to oh. wait a week well, <laughs> interesting thought derivatives yeah. action there with uh with uh, vessel slots yeah right huh. you're carrying uh you know a load of brand new iphones for release in three days but he's got uh, teddy bears that aren't due until mm-hmm. christmas time or whatever it is well, mm-hmm. well i tell you what though i tell you what so you know it's speaking of flexibility whoever's shipping those iphones long ago six months ago already made sure that they booked and bought probably that capacity well ahead of time so that theirs would not be bumped. Well, that's, you're probably right about that. Yeah, Let's say they're iPhone cases and they just don't have the, well, the, the go, assets yeah. of the iPhone company. Go, yeah. They're still there timely. You you know. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here I have a thought here. I have a thought mm-hmm. here. I, so I, I wanted to just get us thinking about this because I knew once I got you thinking, you'd come up with all sorts of really hard questions that I couldn't answer. So, um, <laughs> So we've got a good start. You know, one of my favorite shows to watch, which is a good mindless, and I and I love I love history and 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 trying to explore the past. And one of the things the shows I love to watch is called Tideline Art, and it's uh, Nicola White who goes along the Thames River at low tide and collects old stuff. And uh, she finds some really old stuff, like from the Middle Ages, and she finds new stuff, uh, toys and plastic pieces. And uh, she's all about the history. So she finds a button, she'll figure out the button manufacturing company, or she'll find a bottle. So anyway, and then she finds stuff that she can't figure out. And so because it's a YouTube channel, she, po- she posts that. She says, hey, I, know, I have no idea what this thing is. <laughs> If anybody has an idea, post it on my YouTube channel. So Go crowdsource. <laughs> there we go. So why don't we, why don't why don't we do this? Why don't we why don't we leave our audience with this question? And if you have some ideas, ping us, post us, post on the podcast page, whatever you do. But if you have some ideas about how we could have seen this whole craziness, number one, and number two, what we might be able to do about it, or what kind of flexibility we could have built into the system to accommodate it? Hmm. How's that? Okay. All right. So shout out, yo. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, okay. we'll even give you a spot on on camera on on microphone. 
on microphone fun. If you wanna, if you wanna solve world peace and do brain surgery at the same same time, we're totally right, open to that. right, right. Easy problem to solve, right? <laughs> so there we go. Do, 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 do. Theme music. Do, do, do. Perfect. Yes, I'm not quite Bach, but I'm practicing. <laughs>